You called? A My Hero Academia fan fiction, written by Tentacle Bubbles and read by God of Laundry Baskets. It is rated teen and up with pairing Aizawa slash Yamada. Summary. Contrary to popular belief, Yamada Hizashi was not an impulsive man. Though he was always following his heart's desires, he didn't do it without proper planning and forethought. But if you asked him why he did this, he wouldn't be able to give you a straight answer. Or, local man adopts five cats, immediately summons a demon the next day. A flash of light and gray fog filled up the apartment, making Hizashi cough slightly. He scrambled to open a window, momentarily forgetting about the whole fancy ritual and the cats that interrupted it just minutes earlier. The fog began to dissipate as fast as it appeared, leaving Hizashi to gape at the sight in front of him. He didn't know what he expected, but it was probably not this. Namuri, these are five young cats, Hizashi points out, hefting the heavy box that was shoved in his arms. The cats inside were mostly sleeping, with maybe one or two stirring and staring at him. Man, they were cute, but there were also a lot of them. It's just for a few days, Namuri insisted, leading Hizashi into his own apartment like it was hers. The shelter was full, and the next nearest one is a town over, and I still have a date. She placed the various paper bags she held on the kitchen counter. But Namuri! Hizashi placed the box down on the couch, plopping down next to it. This is still five cats. Well, yeah, but... Hizashi glared at the box reluctantly. You're not keeping them forever, Namuri rolled her eyes, sitting beside her friend on the couch. It's just for the weekend, I promise. Look, I even bought you all the stuff you need for them. Please? You've always wanted to have cats, right? Well, yeah, but... Hizashi glanced at the box reluctantly. All I heard was yeah, so thank you so much, Hizashi. Namuri seized the moment to hug her friend, and she was out the door before Hizashi could say more. Hizashi let out a soft whine, watching the door click shut. He turned to the box of kittens. They were each only big enough to fit in both his hands. Barely out of kittenhood, really. Gosh, they were so cute. Oh, damn it, Namuri! Well, might as well see what she bought for them. Oh, fuck, it worked. Hizashi was going to have to seriously reconsider this week's Challenge Accepted segment. He didn't think anyone at the radio station would believe this. Heck, he didn't believe this. Sitting in the middle of his actual working summoning circle was an actual living demon. He's got the horns, long and wicked-looking. He's got goat legs, which, well, 
Hizashi wasn't really one to judge, but it did mean the guy had no pants. He wore a plain, long-sleeved black shirt, at least. He had his back to Hizashi, so there was no telling what his face looked like just yet. He also had long, messy black hair, and that Hizashi can judge. Or maybe not. This is a demon after all. Oh, fuck. This is a demon. Um, hey there, Mr. Demon. Hizashi stepped closer, only to be halted by a sharp shh from the demon himself. I'm busy, he said, turning around just enough to give Hizashi a glare. With his bright red eyes and scruffy face, it would have been intimidating. But he also had a cat cradled in his arms, the cat looking more content than it had been the whole time it spent in Hizashi's apartment. I'll deal with your problem in a minute, the demon muttered. Just let me enjoy this. He gathered the other cats, loitering in and around the circle into his lap, sitting cross-legged on the floor. Hizashi just stood there, absolutely clueless as to what he should do. The contrast of the demon's, well, demonic aura and the adorable scene before him was throwing Hizashi for a loop. The demon just looked so content with the cats purring in his lap. Not knowing what else to do, Hazashi sat quietly on the couch a couple feet from the demon. Dear Present Mike, I love your show. I stumbled upon it while perusing the radio for suitable background music to my dealings. It seems there are many a fan of yours to be found in my customer as well. Your mad good vibes have helped my little shop flourish, and for that I am most grateful. When you first started your Challenge Accepted segment, I was delighted, and I found your recording of the challenges very entertaining. I'd love to see you recount this one. I thought this challenge will be quite interesting, and if it succeeds, please treat it as a gift from a very big fan. That being said, hence is my challenge. Enclosed in this letter is a spell to summon a companion. I challenge thee to follow the instructions to the letter and see what happens. A reminder, this spell's intent is to acquire a companion. Nothing more, nothing less. Whether it's for you or for someone else, it will be a companion that will come. If it doesn't work, fret not. Magic does not favor everyone. I hope you enjoy the challenge regardless. Sincerely, Felio's spokesperson. Zashi finished reading the letter out loud, wry grin on his face. Having a radio show meant not a lot of people outside the production team could see his face, but he still liked to put on a little bit of a show for them. So, <laughs> there's the challenge of the week, Hizashi said, laughing a bit. I know, listeners, it sounds very interesting, doesn't it? And Filio's spokesperson, if you're listening, thank you a lot for this challenge. Hizashi put as much sincerity in his thanks, hoping the person behind the letter would get his message. Let me tell y'all, doing this challenge was a trip and a half. 
Mizashi eased back in his seat and began talking about buying the ingredients for the spell, making it sound funnier and wilder than it actually was. Setting up everything also took up most of the segment's time, made more entertaining by jokes and trivia Hizashi had prepared beforehand. Now I won't bore my listeners with too much detail, Hizashi quipped, grinning at his own joke. Let's get to the fun part. Did the spell work? Yes? No? I can almost hear you at the edge of your seats. Hizashi paused for dramatic effect and to allow himself to hesitate just a bit. He'd already talked to his producer about this, already talked to his staff. More importantly, this was the plan Shota approved of. It was the plan they'd agreed on. The day I got the letter was also the day a very good friend of mine made me take in a box of kittens, Hizashi began, leaning forward. They're beautiful little things, fast, wild balls of fluff, let me tell you. Why, just this morning, I woke up to all of them playing around my bed. At the risk of sounding like a crazy cat lady, I now have a bunch of cats living with me. Hizashi laughed to himself, but also slightly for the show. (laughs) And I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, if that's what Filio's spokesperson meant when they said the spell would give me a companion, well, you decide, listeners. It took the better part of an hour before the demon even looked at anything else besides the cat in his lap. By then, Hizashi had gotten up and made tea, sitting again on the couch with an extra cup on the coffee table in case the demon wanted some. The demon looked around, and Hizashi got the feeling that his taste in furniture was being judged. He kept quiet, but Hizashi couldn't help pouting. His tastes were great, Thank you very much. Finally, the demon turned to face him, tired and unimpressed, written all over his scruffy face. His scruffy, nicely shaped, very attractive face. You don't seem like the type to summon demons, he said, cutting straight to the point. So why am I here? Oh! Hizashi adjusted his glasses with a nervous laugh. (laughs) I, uh, I got the challenge to perform a spell. Somehow, the demon's expression became even more tired and unimpressed. Challenge, he repeated, like a dare. Yeah, Hizashi nodded, seeing nothing wrong with this at all. He gave his friendliest smile, though for some reason the demon squinted and looked away. Okay, the demon sighed before facing Kazashi again. What was the specifics of the challenge? Uh, to do the spell? Hizashi answered hesitantly. I have the letter if you want to see. He looked around, trying to remember where he last place said letter. No, just... The demon sighed again, longer and harder. Hizashi thought this rather unfair, 
but he settled back in his seat with just a pout. <sighs> what was the intent in the spell? Did they tell you? The demon clarified. It was... Hizashi paused, thinking about the last part of the letter. It was silly. Hizashi loved silly, and loved the simple niceness of it all. He smiled. It was a spell to gain a companion. Nothing more, nothing less. Which typical vagueness, the demon muttered, scrunching his nose. Louder, he said. So is that what you wanted? Was it your intent when he performed the summoning? Uh, kinda. Hizashi averted his gaze, smiled awkwardly, crooked. I was wondering if I could get my theoretical companion to help me take care of the cats. There's way too many of them for just me, you know? Hizashi had barely finished speaking when the demons sat up, intense determination on their face. They placed the cats aside carefully, dare Hizashi say lovingly, before pouncing on the couch. He landed right on top of Hizashi, their faces inches apart. I accept, the demon said, eye to eye with Hizashi. I accept your deal, to be your companion and to care for the cats. State your name, summoner. Hizashi was having trouble focusing on the demon's words, but he remembered the final steps to the spell, the binding of words, that Hizashi didn't think he'd need. He tried to remember the phrases, and tried not to get too lost in the demon's eyes. My name is Yamada Hizashi, he said, feeling something in him shift. Hizashi, the demon repeated, words laced with magic. He nodded and said, My name is Aizawa Shota. Names hold strength, the spell had warned. An exchange and accepting of names creates a bond. In this case, it's going to be a pretty strong supernatural bond. Shota, Hizashi whispered, and the shifting in him clicked into place settling in the space between his lungs and his heart like a weight he was always meant to have. And then Shota kissed him. Hizashi, baby, I came to collect the... Namuri locked eyes with the stranger sitting on her friend's couch. Said stranger had two cats purring away in their lap. But Nimuri was too busy trying not to lose their staring contest to pay much attention. Not five minutes later, Hizashi entered from the kitchen, carrying mugs of hot chocolate. Nimuri was forced to break eye contact, ignoring the no-doubt smug look her mystery opponent was giving her in favor of giving Hizashi her most incredulous expression. Ah, Nimuri, you didn't tell me you'd visit— Hizashi, undeterbed, simply made his way to the couch and set the mugs down on the coffee table. This is Sh Aizawa. He's my new, um, roommate. We agreed to take care of the cats together. Namuri watched as Hizashi turned to look at the man beside him. He nudged Aizawa, who only gave him an eye roll in acceptance. 
She's my friend, Kayama, the one I was telling you about. Somehow, this made Aizawa look smug all over again. Namuri was very confused. You got a roommate, she asked, trying to parse out the logic of it all. I gave you five cats, and you thought, oh, this is too much. Better get a roommate. Is that what you're telling me? No. Izashi frowned in an exaggerated way, crossing his arms in front of him. You make it sound so dumb if you say it like that. Namuri watched Aizawa assess the situation, obviously miss taking his cues from Hizashi and giving her a warning glare. Namuri still wasn't sure what was going on between them, but she was starting to hazard a guess. Oh, I see, she said with a slow, deliberate smirk. So, that's what's going on. You should have said so, Hizashi. Wait, what? Hizashi blinked, sensing something amiss. You know you don't have to hide these things from me. Namuri draped herself over the nearest armchair. Tell me how you met Hizashi. Ah, uh, um, I... Hizashi stalled, thrown off guard by the change in his demeanor. I was just, uh... We met at my job. Aizawa cut in, short and gruff. Late night, ran into each other, mentioned the cats. I was looking for a new place. It worked out. It worked out, huh? Nimuri repeated, eyebrows raised. Aizawa just met her inquisitive gaze with his own tired one. Hizashi was pointedly busying himself with one of the cats. He did not want to know what Nimuri thought of his, um, new roommate. That was, uh, Hizashi blinked a few times, feeling afloat. That was a kiss, all right. The demon, Aizawa Shota, had already moved back off the couch, playing with the cats. His horns were gone, and with his black pants, he looked like any other guy in his late twenties. We'll draft up something more concrete later. Shota said, as if he hadn't just turned Hizashi's world sideways. I'm assuming you have no idea how to draft up a demon contract? Uh, uh, Hizashi met his gaze, still dazed. Shota scoffed, but dare Hizashi say it sounded teasing? Didn't think so, he said, looking back down at the cat wriggling happy in his lap. That's all right. Wouldn't you say it's a companion's job to show you how to do it right? I guess? Hizashi frowned. You're taking this all very easily. I get to stay up here in exchange for looking after cats, Shota pointed out. That's way better than, say, world domination or getting my powers leached, or being summoned just to be used as a sacrifice for some other spell. Ouch, speaking from experience? Hizashi winced in sympathy. Shota nodded, but didn't say anything else. 
I'm guessing none of them succeeded, though, Hisashi tried to joke. Shota grinned at him, all sharp teeth. No, they really didn't, he said with a hint of malice. Then, just like that, he just looked tired again, moving his sleeves out of a cat's reach in play. When we manifest in your realm, we're shaped by your intent and expectations, he explained. We have some control over it after manifesting, but what you saw when you summoned me, that's what you wanted, whether you knew it or not, to some extent. Huh. Izashi remembered his thoughts when he first saw Shota. Mostly harmless, he'd like to think. Scruffy with cool horns and sharp teeth, and a sharper gaze and hot as heck. He caught Shota looking with a smirk that said he knew exactly what Hisashi was thinking. Don't do that, Hisashi squeaked, feeling himself flush. It's not uncommon, you know, Shota said with a lazy shrug. I don't much mind what I look like, and you're pretty. If that's what you wanted in a companion, I could— No, 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 no. Hisashi squeaked further, his voice rising several octaves. I, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all right. Well, what do you, wait, did you just say I'm pretty? Shoda pointedly looked him up and down, gesturing with a hand. Yeah, he muttered, adverting his gaze. Hisashi squeaked wordlessly, covering his face with one of the pillows on the couch. Maybe he'd bitten off a bit more than he could chew. Oh, how delicious. As soon as she was gone, Shota leaned back onto the couch, sinking down a bit as he pulled the cats more secure against him. Hisashi groaned as he did the same. She probably thinks we're having sex, Hisashi muttered. <laughs> Let her. Shota said with a scoff. A beat passed, then. Not like it won't be true soon enough, Shota said, softly enough that if any one of the cats had made a sound, Hisashi would have missed it. Shota? Hisashi sat up, staring at his companion with wide eyes and a furiously flushed face. Shota had his eyes closed as if he was dozing off, but Hizashi could see the goddamn smirk he wasn't even trying to hide. The end. Thank you for listening.